All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Uh, today's Thursday, March 25th. Um, got a lot to get into, man, a lot, a lot to get into this week. Today, the U.S. Men's National Team played. They won. They got the dub. Um, you know, that was exciting to see to see them play and see the, the type of talent that is out there in Europe. Um, and we also got the, the new MLS uh, 2021 schedule was finally released. We're also going to talk LAFC. When we, all, when we always talk black and gold, we've got my man, Garrett Rodriguez. Garrett, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, Gio? Doing really well. Uh, really excited. Big, big week uh, full of uh, news, games, you name it. We got it. So I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, man, we got we got so much, so much to get into. I mean, like I said, it's been, this week was a busy week. Uh, I mean, we also had mm-hmm. scrimmages that we didn't know about, you know, a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. Uh, but before we get into it, man, like what's what's up, man? What you been up to? What's been going what's been going on with you on the Twitter world? I know you're always putting up some good <laughs> polls and stuff. What what's the life of Gary Rodriguez been like these last uh it's been uh it's been pretty cool, man. I did some preseason polls, uh, which were interesting. I think I did about 10 of them. Uh, I think you retweeted, I think maybe I think one or a couple, just trying to get uh people's feel on how they're, you know, how they're feeling and what they're thinking about going into season. I could read a couple if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, that's cool. Uh I know obviously this is only small, you know, percentage of votes here. This is make up the whole fan base, but I just uh one of the questions is starting midfield trio. Uh out of 121 votes, the winner for the trio picked was at Tuesta Sefuentes and Blessing at 57%. Second place was at Tuesta, Mark Anthony K. Blessing at 23%. So that kind of tells you, you know, who we want starting the trio. Um, who will be our most important player this season? Vela got the vote at 54%, at Tuesta at 30%, Rossi at 13 and other was 3%. I honestly think Vela will be obviously our most important player again, but Rossi is not that far behind. Uh, and honestly, all three of them, all three of them are really important. So it's really hard to choose which one's going to be the most important. And... The next one that I thought would be uh, pretty interesting was with the current squad, what will we achieve? 94 votes were tallied in this poll. 56% said MLS Cup. uh, The second place was 21%, one and done in playoffs. And then third place was Porter Shield at 14%. This one was interesting, though. This is the last one, and I'll cut off on there. If we get bounced in the first round of playoffs or fail to make playoffs, what should happen? 111 votes on this one. This is the interesting one, which is kind of – Wow. This is Standards. Dicey. Okay. This is, we go, I put the, <laughs> what were the options? So these are the, what, what were the, the options? Option, the, the options were Ben Bob, Ben Thorrington, Ben both, or we go again next year. We go again next year came as the winner at 51%. Second place was Ben Bob at 24%. So I guess a lot of people are very forgiving uh, and give second chance. Oh, well, I guess four chances now. So, um, um, Those are the way, we'll, you know how ESPN does like the way too early predictions. This is like the way too early polls. <laughs> I'm that <laughs> exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So I, you know, I, I just wanted to get a feel for it. Uh, you know, people have their opinions and whatnot, but the standards, I guess, are, you know, if we won and done in the playoffs, to me, that's that's not good at all, but well, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know. We don't need that. to get down that, that road just yet. You know, we, yeah, we still, we yet. still got to the, we still got to, to the end of the year, but I mean, right. before, yeah, before yeah. we get, we get way too into it, man. I got to say, yeah. man, <clears throat> rest in peace to Mo Fascio. He was a VP vice president of the 3252. 
Uh, obviously, yeah. by now, I think everybody knows, you know, what happened. Uh, you know, obviously, he lost his, his battle to COVID. It's very unfortunate, you know, and it brings, you know, the rea- reality, at least to me, it brought the reality back of, you know, what the current situation that we're still dealing with. And, you know, I, I didn't. I briefly met Mo, but I didn't have a relationship, you know, so I can't, I've heard all these great things and stuff and I, I can't say, yeah. you know, Hey, I did this with them or anything, but just, I mean, just seeing him at the games and just seeing the passion, uh, how much he had for this club, you know, I know he's there, he's going to be missed dearly. Um, you know, and I, and I just kind of want to acknowledge him and it just like in a such short, short period of what, you know, you know, him being the vice president and, you know, obviously him, passing away it's very unfortunate you know and i you know i can't wait to see what lafc does to like commemorate him um because i mean that that's what lafc is built off right the, the fan base yeah. you know and you know it's very unfortunate you know that this happened to him this happened to the lafc family the community uh, you know right. but i guess the only i guess the bright side if there is a bright side is how everybody came together how everybody went to the bank of california and remembered him right and you know put photos mm-hmm. of him and everything and candles and all that and flowers you know and i just want to salute those people that, mm-hmm. that were there you know and i'm just going to pray for him and his family you know to you know if there's any way they could come out of this you know i just i just pray for them yeah no my condolences to uh you know his family uh 3252 family everyone that you know was affected by this you know i did i never met him i didn't know him personally at all but i've seen the you know beautiful pictures of him cheering in the stands uh looks like he touched a lot of people's hearts and he's a very important figure not only in you know fairly of c but in the community as well uh you know it's very sad and that just tells you how you know horrible this virus is it's been a year now and uh it's just it's just sad times and i hope lefc does do a great job of honoring him i would expect maybe uh, an armband uh, to be worn uh for some of the games or hopefully um uh, some way to honor him you know uh in the stands on a patch something you know a uh, very important figure so um, you know rest in peace and my condolences again to the family of of, of him and also uh you know anyone that was you know very close to him very yeah. sad yeah, no, it was a very difficult situation, you know. Mm-hmm. So, just wanted to get that out there <clears throat> before we got too into it. Um, obviously, today also, you know, the the U.S. men's national team played. Um, yes. You know, they ended up beating, um, you know, Jamaica four to one. The beginning though, it was not. It was not, not looking pretty. good. It was. It was nope. not pretty. It was. It was. You know, it was kind of an ugly game. And I think at times, you know, some players were trying to do a little too much. Uh, and I think also the a little, little bit of rhythm. You know, the rhythm's not there because, you know, these players haven't really fully played with each other. But one thing <clears throat> I did see and I did like was Serginho Dest on the left back side. And obviously, we know he plays right back at Barcelona, but we know the U.S. men's national team doesn't have that left, that has that left spot open. And, you know, Serginho Dest looked good. He looked he looked solid, and he also scored a, a goal in the first half. He had a beautiful goal outside the 18. which was just yeah. a thing of beauty, man. And you just see the, you know, his talent, and he seems to get better and better. Obviously, playing with Barcelona, you would expect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they ended up winning. You know, they ended up winning 4-1. You know, yep. Brendan Erickson, Asabi came in, scored in the 52nd minute. Sebastian Leggett, he scored two goals. He's looking really solid. As yeah. well, <clears throat> overall though, it, it, I know he's an LA Galaxy guy, but I mean, not only that, I, I no, I, I, he's not good enough, dude. I'm sorry. I, think I, I don't is. think he's good. I, th- I think he is though. I I, I think Just, he is because of the way he, he's he's been shown, he's been consistent, right? He's been consistent, 
with the U.S. men's national team. He's been cons- he he's the only player that's been called up every single game. You know. Yeah, you know why? You see who the coaches, Greg Berhalter. I know you don't yeah. like the coach, but nope, nope. We're not. I'm telling you right now, we're not going to go anywhere. Nope. What what is anywhere. what is your definition not not going anywhere? What what is that? Though? That, that we're, we're hyping the team too much. I, I'm a big believer in the squad. The talent's there. It's really raw. If we had a good manager, we would go somewhere. This guy. What, what this don't guy's you like about de- Greg Berhalter? Because I seen your tweets. What <laughs> don't you like about? Him? He's out of his depth. Bro. Is it his last name? Because it's hard to pronounce. Yeah, it, no, 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 because he got the job because his brother was uh, – it's like if you know someone, you get that job, right? If you're in a high company, uh, yeah, I got a brother. You know, he doesn't really know much, but maybe we can work him in. That's pretty much the same thing that happened here. An MLS coach man. This is what this job. life is about, it's though. It's what's Greg, – Greg Berhalter. That's our coach. I mean, I think at this point, it, it's just – you just got – it is what it is, you know? It is what uh, it is. Well, I'm yeah, I do. I'm not. I'm looking forward to it, but Greg's not the answer. I, He's I, definitely not the answer. Well, but. I want to see how they look with the fully fit, fit team when you get Tyler Adams. But let, let, let's let's talk about this game, right? This game was <laughs> ugly. Let's yeah, just yeah. talk about this game. Uh, what up, kid? Kid is in the chat. Um, but right. like this this game for the U.S. Men's National Team was ugly. They got scored on. They shouldn't have been scored yeah. on. But Jamaica, um, mm-hmm. you know. But I, at the same time, you know, some people are still getting their feet wet. A lot of players are still getting the feet where you're still going to find out who's going to, you know, play at that right back. Is it going to be Reggie Cannon? Is it, you know, is it going to be, who is it? Robinson, Antoine Robinson on that side, you know, Anthony Robinson. From Anthony Poland. Robinson. Yeah. It's like, there's still, there's still some pieces that you don't know, right? Polish look good on the left-hand side paired up with, uh, with uh, Sergio Des, but I think they still got to get to know each other a lot more. You know, I think Gio Reyna, he looked, he looked a little off. He, he looked a little bit off. Um, and, off, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I think uh, Josh Sargent looked good, even though he didn't get a score, but he got an assist. I, I like what I saw from Josh, yeah. Josh Sargent. Um, if he could become that holdup man, that would be really good, you know, because I don't want to yeah. see Josie on this team again ever. So hopefully, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really see, I don't really see Josie being on this team. Well, it, it, it's Greg, so I don't know. There's he too might much. Call there's, up. there's too, yeah. there's too many options. Even though we, even though there isn't an option, but I feel like there's too many options other than Josie Altidore, you know. Um, but you know, uh, well, I have, yeah, I want to see yeah. them when they play against World Cup qualifiers. I know this is just, you know, the the the, the exhibition matches and stuff, um, but I just got to see when they play against Mexico. That's the biggest test, right? In Concacaf for the, for for everybody, right? Yeah, it's Mexico, and that's where we how we have to see. And kid in the chat says Burhalter doesn't necessarily light up light a fight under people. <laughs> so I Thank guess you. he's with you. Thank he's you. with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell you right now, in Concacaf, if we let, let's say for example, uh, we're we, you know we're we're doing the qualifications right, and we we lose to Mexico, okay. And then we play Costa Rica. We lose to Costa Rica. And then we lose to Canada, who we actually have lost to under Burhalter, by the way. Um, I think if he gets three, if he gets more than three losses in the qualifying, uh, he needs to be binned. I don't yeah. trust him in I hope that I don't trust him in high pressure settings. I don't hope I, I hope with this much talent, there's no way that could happen. Uh but you're you're gonna lose a game. Yeah. You're gonna lose it, you're definitely gonna lose a game. You're definitely gonna lose a game. I mean, Costa Rica is pretty strong. Replacement, though, yeah. Who um, who would be your instant <laughs> replacement? I, I might be a little biased here. I might I might sound a little a little out of my uh, you know 
a little crazy, but um, Arson Banger would be perfect <laughs> for this team. He'd be perfect. He'd be perfect. He'd be perfect. I swear, he'd be perfect for this team. Well, we'll see. We'll, see. we'll, we'll, we'll put that. He's we'll commented put, already. We'll put that in the he's suggestion already box on them. That, that he's interested. Yeah, he's, he said that this team has a lot of talent and he likes the way they look. So, I mean, he's not doing anything. I mean, since my team canned him, but um, I think he'd be perfect for a World Cup run with this team to get we'll him see. in shape and get them attacking. So, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. And then uh, Kid says in the chat, no one has been as consistent and reliable for Broholto than Legit. Amen. I, I agree. Legit has been consistent. He's taking corner kicks. Obviously, I know uh, Legit is not an LAC guy, but he, I mean, if he has no, him, he's been consistent. He yeah. scored two goals. Scoring two goals in any, in any type of co- international competition is scoring two goals. You just can't take that away. Whether it's Jamaica, whether it's wherever, he's been consistent. He's been scoring, so I got to give that to him. And he's—I mean, he Mm -hmm. he looks in full form. I got to give it to him. Yeah, if he starts against Mexico and Costa Rica and these teams in qualification, and he's looking out of his depth, then we'll figure it out from there. You know. Mm. Got an interesting comment from Romandino Ten. He said, "What do you think of the rumor that LAFC is interested in the Japanese winger from Saudi Arabia?" league his name is mikuchi isuchi i'll be honest with you Dude, i think i think i think i think you got I, I don't think that's a real player if you read that name slowly yeah <laughs> that yeah. was good <laughs> yeah that was good that's not a real player that uh, was yeah, good <laughs> okay romavina i i give you credit for that uh, <laughs> I, I had a feeling i had a feeling it was yeah no. that was good <laughs> i'm gonna keep my eye that's on good. you i was like yep. who the hell is this guy Hey, yep, props yep. for you, man. And I like, yeah, and I, I like, like what you're doing. Hey, they, there's nothing wrong with that, man. That's you funny. Be a yeah, little, that's if good. you want to be a little naughty, Romaldinho, I hope you're laughing and watching this. But hey, man, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> hey, man, now you're on my radar. So now, now I'm just going to look at your comments and get, get take a double take. But. <laughs> Oh, that's good, man. I like that. The <laughs> bro, that was actually really good. So I, I, I can't even yeah. hit on that. You know, I can't even <laughs> hit on. It. I'm not gonna repeat it because then I, I realized it when he was like, ah, gotcha. As soon as you said it, I, I, as soon as I don't know, that was really random. The player in the league, and I was like, okay, I was like, going. Japanese. As soon as you said it, I was like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> Yo, awesome. man. Hey, shout out to you. But at the same time, I'm watching out for you. <laughs> but anyway, let's move. Let's move on. All right, let's talk. Let's talk okay. about the schedule. So the schedule was released. Uh, you know, we find out. We found out all the information. Obviously, you know, we already knew LAFC was op- it was going to open up with LAFC with uh, excuse me, Austin FC. Um, you know, April seventeenth, and then they're going to have another home opener against you know the Seattle Sounders, and then they go to away. I'm just going to name the four, first four games. Oh, then they go away May first to Houston, and then they're away. And at Dignity Health Sports Park, um, an interesting thing: three uh, three LAFC versus LA Galaxy games uh, in the schedule. I know some people think that's way too much, uh, you know. Obviously, after last season, but I feel like I, at first I thought it was too much, but then I was like, you know what? Because I know people are typically used to classicals being, you know, two games, but I think the third game makes it makes it good i don't know i don't know and they're spread out far enough you know there's going to be two at the new health sports park and one yeah. at the bank of california stadium um yeah. so i i don't i don't mind them playing three games um no what, what, what do you what do you think of this 
every time they play each other, it's always fireworks. So the more the merrier. I can understand the overkill. I mean, if we had five or six, I mean, it might be a little too much, uh, especially if one team has already four wins against the other one and the other one, you know, the fifth game won't matter. But having three spread out, I think that's awesome, uh, especially if they somehow meet in the playoffs again, um, you know, like the one time. Uh, which it, which it could happen, you know, depending on how each team plays out. But I'm excited to see three different uh, derbies, you know, between uh, LAFC and Galaxy. Um, the first four games are going to be tough, you know, uh, opening against Austin and then Seattle or Kryptonite right now. That team has our number. Houston, I'm not really too worried about them. Uh, it is an away day, though, like you said. Uh, so that should be a little, um, you know, a little worry. But nah, I think we should get at least – out of those four games, I'm hoping to get 10 points out of the first four games. That'd be, that'd be great. Start off on a good foot. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, you, I mean, Austin FC, I think, I mean, that, that, that can be a win. I mean, that has to be a win. Uh, Seattle. I don't know. <clears throat> That's gonna be tough. Houston. I don't know how strong Houston is, but I mean, I see, like I said, Houston and FC, Austin FC. Very, very winnable games. That's six points yeah. right there. Exactly. You know, uh, uh, Seattle, it could be, it could be, a, it could be even, it could, you could get one point, yeah. you know, but you don't want to lose at home. And then LA, LA Galaxy, you don't have to travel. Um, you, no. you get to stay in the city. Right. Um, but that's always, those games are always, they're always so unpredictable. You know, you don't know who, whoever, even if someone has, you know, has the edge in those games, no one has the edge. We've seen it time and time again. It doesn't matter. Those games are so unpredictable. So May 8th, you know, five days after single the mile. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. It's a Saturday at 5 p.m. Uh, you know, very interesting time that they did it at 5 p.m. But I mean, yeah, I know it's going to be a packed house. Well, I don't I shouldn't say it's well, going to be a packed yeah. house. It's going to be as packed as packed. It, it's going to be as packed as it as, as it, as it, it can, can be. be right and i think you have to have three games because every fans missed out on going to these games last season you know oh, i was yeah. able to i was able to go all three of them because obviously i was able to cover them but as if it was not the same atmosphere though you know um it was not the same atmosphere without the fans and i think you know having three games now think about it that it's, it's not it's, it's not bad and i actually like it because you, right. you know that's what makes this rivalry the best it's you know lafc versus LA galaxy the fans going at it incredible mm-hmm. goals and we still are yet have yet to see vela vela versus chicharito and i think we we're probably going to get yeah. that may 8th if everybody's healthy yeah we get vela against the twitch streamer that should be pretty good um, and then we'll get, and then, um, <laughs> sorry. so, and then plus the good news of the vaccinations in California, everyone will be eligible by April 16th, which is really good news. If you want to go to a, you know, a game coming up and they let fans in, you know, uh, you'll feel a little bit safer maybe, you know, and this is probably the best news MLS could have got, you know, as if you're a California team. So that's great news there. If you're an LAFC fan. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, this rivalry kick off again. I'm sure it's going to be heated. You know, we don't forget about the past. Um, uh, I just want to go 3-0-0, you know, three wins, zero ties, zero losses against the Galaxy. But we'll see. You know, sometimes it's, you know, very close. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> and talking about, you know, obviously LAFC and LA Galaxy, they had a secret skim- scrimmage at the Bank California Stadium yesterday. Um, we know mm-hmm. because of uh, Chicharito via Twitch, uh, 
you know, he, he <laughs> someone asked him, yeah, someone asked him and he answered it on Twitch. So this, there's no, no lie. This is, this really happened. And they, 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 the game was four, four, you know, uh, they ended up tying four, four. And then obviously the, the video that I share, Danny Trejo, he, he ended up scoring. Obviously it was such a far shot. So we don't know if he scored, um, if he, if he scored on the first team or whatever, the first team of LA galaxy or whatever, but nevertheless, whenever you're able to score against your arch rival, it's always a good thing, right? He was able to post it and stuff, yeah. and that's always that was a, that's always a good thing, right? When you're able to post that, yeah. you know. So it was very interesting how secretive they were about this, you know. So I wonder how many because I the LAFC had a scrimmage, right? I think it was last Friday, uh, you know that and, you know team scrimmage between each other, and then so they had this scrimmage. And obviously, we know the two of I think uh, two against uh, New, England. New England New England Revolution. Yeah. So, you know, if you include that, they're probably going to have four. Um, and I know four, games, uh, yeah. four, four, four scrimmages. And on the other side, Galaxy have eight. We'll have eight total scrimmages before the season starts. So, I wonder. I wonder if there's any more if there's any more secret scrimmages that the, the LAFC will have. Um, you know, because I, I think you there's still some pieces. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's still some pieces that you know you, you have to figure out, but uh, you know, it's good. I think four four. Obviously, we don't we don't know anything. It like, seemed like they really wanted to keep everything hush hush. They didn't really mm-hmm. want to share too much information. Even the video that posted, so many people, well, not so many people, a couple people, you know, were, were reaching out to me to take down a video that a player posted. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. The player posted it, and I reshared his highlight, yeah. and so people are reaching yeah. out to me to take it down. I'm literally highlighting your player to yeah tell the share. player to take it down then so I yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's, that's what I don't understand if you don't want stuff like that out there you know don't post it out there I'm just trying to highlight either if it's an LAFC player yeah. or a Galaxy player that stuff that's out there is already out there you know and just it's like a highlight he's been yeah everything everything gets leaked uh somewhere some you know somehow so it is what it is it's not like no secret i mean he scored a goal it's not like we saw a, a brilliant game plan come to life in the matter mm-hmm. of minutes you know it was just a it was a goal from a player who just got drafted so i'm sure he was excited to post it correct yeah yeah definitely yeah, he was definitely so excited that's that's what yeah. it was and that's what it is uh, yeah. I, I don't know i just always find it interesting when you know people reach out and you know uh, you know, they feel some type of way. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just here to People share good. Yeah. Just here to share People good information, board, man. man. Just here to share some yeah. really good information, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, that, that ended up happening. It was very secretive, you know, but people still mm-hmm. find out, you know, people still find out fans yeah. want to know, like even fans from the, from the LA galaxy, like, Hey, do you have any LA galaxy videos? Do you have any? I was like, no, this, this is how secretive it was, but that was the only video that was out there. There's some videos that, you know, LA Galaxy players had were posted that they were at the stadium. So that's how a lot of people found out. That's how a lot of people from the LA Galaxy family found out, you know. And fans follow everybody, you know. Fans follow every single player. And they're going to find out about these things, you know. They're going to find out different things. So it's like it's, it's going to get out there one way or another. But one thing that I do think is very interesting, you know. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, you know, the situation that's coming up with uh, Eduardo Tuesta. I think uh, Tom Bogart ended up tweeting uh, about Eduardo Tuesta with Palmarius. And I, what's the other team? I forgot. For, uh, Gremio. Gremio. Gremio, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I think that's very interesting that, that that's coming out because, uh, well, I guess, I guess yeah, I'm assuming he just asked and that's what they told him, you know, but um, mm-hmm. 
does the does the move for a Twista to a Brazilian club make sense? I no. don't know. You know? Uh, no, no, it doesn't because well, I mean, I get yeah, I understand Palmeiras, you know, won the uh what was it? The Copa Libertadores, I believe. And um, mm-hmm. you know, they're a fairly pretty big club in Brazil, but I can't see Atuesta, like we talked about last week, I believe, um, that he would move to Palmeiras out of all clubs. And maybe it's to be closer to his family. But right now, Brazil is like COVID hotspot number one. Like, it is crazy down there. I mean, that could be a reason. I wouldn't want to move uh, to a club in Brazil right now. You know, I'm not saying USA is perfect in any way or form handling COVID. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to go down there for COVID reasons. Plus, if I'm at Tuesta, I have aspirations to play in Spain or Italy or Germany or even maybe Mexico, like a big club like Club America. Or, well, I guess if there's Chivas Guadalajara fans, I mean, I don't know why he would go down there, but maybe down there. But, um, you know, something like that, like a big, big club. And I can't see Palmeiras or Gremio being those clubs. I really can't. But also the other scary thing is if this rumor picks up and um, – you know, he ends up being sold in the next month or so, or uh, for some reason, that would be kind of strange because why would you be doing that when LAFC is just about to kick things off? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, the, that's what I think it, it, I find it so interesting. I was like right before the season and then, you know, just to read Tom's tweet, it says on the reports linking LAFC's Eduardo Suesso, Palmeiras and Grimio, I'm told these have been preliminary discussions with multiple Brazilian clubs, nothing advanced imminent yet. He wouldn't be cheap. Okay, is this is this? Uh, I mean, is this one or two things that I think it's this is LAFC's trying to make you know they see that they can make money off of Twista, which I'm assuming they they can. But I, to me, it's like, don't you feel like you would make more on the European side, and that would be better for the LAFC brand? You know, you know. Correct. And another side thing is this: where Eduardo Twista wants to go. Or is this, you know, is this, is this, is this, does he want to be closer to home? Because last time I heard him on the press call, he was asked about Europe. He obviously, these rumors hadn't come up yet. And he said he was just focused on LAFC. You know, he was focused on LAFC. Winning so I think, trophies. Yeah. And win, winning trophies with LA, with LA, right? With LAFC. So I think right now, when I look at this rumor, I don't buy into it, but I know, but there's always that slight chance that it could potentially happen. But then when I think about it more, Brazil, I, I, that's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for someone to sell me on that, 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 that is get to build the brand and that's going to grow. Um, because I think the, the move is Europe, you know, the move is Europe. And if it's not Europe and it's uh, back to a Brazilian club, which there's nothing wrong with Brazil yeah. or anything like that, but it, I think yeah. the move is Europe. And, and if he ends up going or something happens and, you know, they offer LAFC something that can't pass up, I think it's way too early when you're the season's about to start in like two or three weeks. Yeah, I I, I don't. I mean, if he, they're offering like twenty million, uh, maybe maybe you snap their hands and say, okay, sure. But then you're left with the midfield of uh, Safuentes, Mark Anthony K, Ganella, and Blessing, and I'm not really comfortable uh, without Atuesta at the beginning of the season, especially against the first four games, which we talked about: Seattle, Galaxy the new Austin FC and you're playing away at Houston as well. So, I mean, the schedule is going to be tough and we're going to need, you know, we got us open cup. We got the MLS season. Uh, we're going to have a lot of games to play through. We got COVID protocols as well. What if someone gets sick, um, you know, injuries happen. So 
I, I don't know. It's it's a bit weird to have this rumor just lingering around. I would I would like it to just go away. But if it's still there, I mean, maybe things will develop. Uh, hopefully not, though. That's the thing. And if, yeah. and if a rumor does develop, let's hope it's well, I, I don't hope, but a sooner rather than later, a European club, that would probably be the most likely legit rumor, probably. Yeah, and, and also the, the schedule for LAFC isn't likely easy to start off the season, right? So, like I said, you get you got Seattle, you got LA Galaxy, you have Seattle again, you know, when you go away. Like, you literally, after, after playing uh, uh, LA Galaxy on May 8th, the next game is Seattle away. So, it's... You know, just to start off the season, LA, LAFC doesn't have an easy schedule. And for whatever reason, if you were to leave before the start of the season, I mean, that that this is a player that LAFC really missed in the final, in the CONCACAF, CONCACAF final, you know. And, you know, I don't I don't really see this happening. But if it does pick, pick up steam for whatever reason, I mean, we'll be sure to be on it. But I, I think this is just, I mean, just Tom trying to get more information about the situation. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I think obviously I think he's the heart and soul of LAFC when it comes when it comes on the field and you see the difference when he's on the field and you see the difference when he's off the field. Uh, you know, and it's, it's definitely a player that and I don't think they they LAFC's on a point with their midfielders that, you know, whoever comes off the bench for him uh, can replace him. The LAFC is not there just yet. And potentially it could be San Fuentes this season, or maybe not. You know, maybe they develop someone, but I, I really do see see San Fuentes being that guy when Eduardo Tuesta steps away. But I, I think I see a, a Tuesta leaving towards the end of the season, maybe the summertime. But I feel like more towards the end of the season. Yeah, if I see a midfield, uh, a starting midfield of Mark Anthony K and Ganella, I'm gonna be sick. So Ganella uh, is Janella, just... isn't it? Janella. I don't care what his name is. Um, <laughs> his head cut off, dude. He's he 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 is terrible. He is crap. So I don't ever want to see him starting. After what I saw last season in his shiny yellow boots and what he did on against Tigres, I don't ever want to see him starting. And I hope he. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about. It's him. a new season, it's man. You, you, I think you got to forgive and forget. These are the horses LAFC has, and. Unfortunate for you, Janela is going to be on there. So I, I, I mean, I know it's if he hard. Starts the first game. If he starts the first game, I don't uh, think I don't. I, I would. I would. I don't know. I, I think we have to see how the preseason. But I don't. I don't really see him <laughs> starting. I think you. I think he's a player. He comes off the bench. I mean, depending on injuries too. I don't know. I don't know. But we don't. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, I know. No. I know. But a, a potential <laughs> rabbit hole that we may need to go into. Let's talk about these, uh, you know, these LAFC jerseys, right? We found out the oh. Flex. We found out Flex Tools. I thought it was a German company. I didn't even know the sponsor, right? Flex yeah. Tools is a new sponsor for LAFC. We yeah. obviously we got <clears throat> we got photos of the of the new leak kit with the Flex uh, logo on there. Uh, I want to call this a beige color, but I know people are gonna say it's gold. That does not look gold to me. Um, nope. You know, and then obviously we knew about the Los Angeles around the around the arm sleeves, the flex black being all black and beige. Do you are you, are you buying this jersey? Uh, that jersey is U G L Y ugly. No, I am not buying it. Uh, ugly. Nope, I'm not spending ninety dollars on it. It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> I know, a tough sell, man. No, no, it's not. You had all year maybe two years to develop something like decent and you can't really go wrong with black gold white no you know those are the even red you could have had a red 
maybe away kit or something, you know? Um, it's ugly, dude. I'm not, I'm not buying it. And then the home kit is not changing. It's just going to be flex. So I'm not buying that either. Uh, so I don't know how many people are going to buy the kit. Uh, you know, are you going to buy it? Are you going to be given one or how's that going to work? I mean, we could get, we can make, we can make one happen. We can make one happen. We can get one. I'll get one to give away. You know, I don't, I don't got a problem with getting one. If you get one, bring it on here. I want to see it on like on the camera and see how it looks on. The thing that's interesting yeah. to me is this looks like a replica, right? The, the photo that I twisted, that yes. I tweeted out looks yeah. like a replica. Mm -hmm. And I looked at Flex Power Tools and the logo looks to be red. It looks like it's red. Now I'm wondering why is the logo on this replica uh, black? Is it to match the jersey? Because I feel like if Flex had their logo as red, it would make the jersey pop a little bit more. But the beige's color makes it, you know, interesting. And I think we we'll find out Sunday if this is going to be, if the Flex logo is going to be black and gold. Because we also did see a photo of Danny Masovsky with the with the old black, you know, with the old black jersey with the flex being gold. So I don't know if this is LAFC's way of being black and gold and staying away from you know the company's logo. Cause when I look at Flex Power Tools, their logos are coming up red. It's red and white. It's red, red and white. white. It's looking red and white, and I don't see any red mm -hmm. and white. I see black, just black. So I just wonder what went wrong there. So I think we'll we'll find out more Sunday if this is how the jerseys are gonna uh, look and this is how it's gonna come out. Um, you know, because I, I the photo that look I thought it was a replica, but now that I'm looking at it a little bit more, it looks like it may be unauthentic. But I can't really tell because it's the bottom. You know, you can always tell by how round the bottom is or not. Yeah. You know, so I I can't really tell. So it, you know, it's tough, man. It, it's, I think the, just the black power tools the black at you know and, and not that i don't know i haven't really seen that many people on instagram really excited about it you know and i think i think i see the idea i see where they were going but now i realize you know i think it's not their it's not their best jersey it's just not their best jersey nope uh i don't like it at all uh i won't be getting one like i said uh maybe if a cool training kit something comes out i know they have the pink stuff but i don't really want to get that either I, I might be saving my money this season to be honest dude um and i'm not getting that you're not gonna either. spend that stimmy on the on the lafc jersey or what are you you're not spending your stimulus check on the lafc jersey <laughs> I, I i put that away like a good person should so um, yeah i'm not <laughs> so none uh, of your so none of your stimulus check is going to lafc no no it is not definitely not not on the boom box not on the Adidas uh, LAFC shoes they had at one point that no one can get uh, or whatever shoes they were. No, I'm not getting no training uh, gear, no goalie jersey, no nothing. I'm rocking with the same stuff I had last season, dude. That's it. I can't because it doesn't – a kit like the the yellow Arsenal away kit, that that speaks to me. That's what I want, you know, something that sticks <laughs> out, something cool, you know. Or, sorry, I'm sorry this you, is not Arsenal, you know. I know, I know, I know. They always have cool. Arsenal stuff, got but... some cool colors, though. Arsenal got some. Yeah, cool they got. Colors. Yeah, so they got. I, I want to know people, kids. people in the chat, if if they're buying this jersey, if they're LAFC fans, are you guys buying this jersey? Are you buying, uh, the the flex jersey? I don't know if you guys have seen it, but are, are you guys buyers of this jersey? I'm very interested because I think it's, it's a tough sell, man. I I, I think it's a I think it's a tough sell. You know, they they had a shot to get it right with this new with this new sponsor, and I think I don't think they got it right. You know, uh, I don't know. It may look different if they change the logos, but I think 
it's a little it's a little too too plain it's just a little too plain and it, it's not yeah, a jersey the, the, it's not a jersey that excites me yeah it kind of reminds me of like uh military you know they wear like that beige kind of color do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of mm. like a sandstorm. Yeah. Not, not yeah. the song, not the yeah, song, yeah. but the. Um, yeah, yeah, like the, the camouflage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the camouflage. Yeah, like camouflage beige. That's what it kind of looks like. Um, uh, kind of like, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know which one I really liked was the white one with the stripes. With the stripes. That that one I thought the white jersey with the stripes. I always mm. thought that was a cool jersey. Yeah, they've done a decent job, but this, yeah, no. Not not good, especially coming out of the pandemic or on the way out. You would expect some, you know, to see some good stuff, but we're not. I didn't, I didn't see it. Maybe we'll be. Maybe we'll uh, we'll change our opinions after we see it in person. But I think I, I it could think so. it, it could happen. But I mean, I don't. I, don't, I from what I remember from our conversations when we first got the leak kits. I mean, the the drop. You know, the leaks of what it would the colors were going to be. It's it slowly. You know, it's 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 always been like. Mm. Okay, how is this going to look? And then we see this and we're like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, hey, no. If people got the stimulus check and they're going to buy this jersey. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not. You know, hey, you want to get something box. new? You want to. <laughs> I feel like the boom box is too much money, man. Too much money. You know, it is too much money. You're going to spend your stimulus check real quick with that Almost all box. of it. Yeah. 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 It is way too much money. But hey man, we'll see what happens. I, it may be different once Carlos Vela starts scoring some goals. It may be different when Diego Rossi starts scoring some goals, and you know Eduardo Tuesta, you know, start making or, some. Or we get Aguero, and then maybe I'll get the jersey. Then I don't know. <laughs> if Aguero comes, I mean that that is a player that yeah, you definitely would want to get a jersey uh, with his name on your back. But yeah, man, I, I think flex and flex tools. Obviously, we know the jersey drop is going to be Sunday, but it, it, the momentum for this jersey, I have not felt it at all. I have not felt it. It's feels like it's been kind of dead. It feel like it's, you know, they, it looks like they put some, a lot of thought into it, but the yeah. execution is just not there for me. You know, it's just not there. And like I said, it may, I mean, we may change our mind when we see it, when we see it in our hands, it may be different, but right now it is a tough, tough sell, you know, and it's just like, the best thing to do would be to get Bella to model it, Latif Blessing, and Kim Moon Wan. Those three. Yeah. Because you got Bella, the main star, Blessing, who's a fan favorite, and Kim Moon Wan, who everyone's really hyped about, um, to model it. That would be probably your best shot to sell a lot of those kits. Let's talk. You, I think you also, didn't you, you, I think you had a poll about that, right? You had a poll about Kim Moon Wan or who, who you were most excited to see. Um, yeah, yeah, he stole it. Yeah, he was like the the clear runner uh, based on the, all the new signings for Farfan. I think I don't know if Cal Jennings is one of them. Uh, it didn't really matter. Corey He's the Baird. one everyone wants to see. Yeah, no one voted for him. Uh, <laughs> the one that everyone really wants to see is Kim Moon Wan because obviously he's the one that has been hyped up the most. Uh, LFC keeps tweeting about him every day. It seems like videos and pictures and gifts and whatnot. So um, he won that one. And the person that got voted for the most uh, for a breakout, um, who's going to have a breakout is Opoku. I think won my poll on that Opoku. So mm. I, I kind of I kind of forgot about him a little bit. So, but he did score that banger uh, in Concacaf. So. Hopefully he can build off of that. I I think he has a shot to come off the bench and be maybe like um you know like a not a six man but a twelfth man, if you could say it like that. That'd yeah. be actually pretty interesting. I could see that. 
Yeah, and I think so, I, I, I'm, you know, you forget how much, you know, how much depth there is because, you know, you don't really know who may be the starter, right, at striker, but there's, you know, even a poker could come off and potentially, you know, be that, be that striker, be, be that person for LAFC, you know, and it makes it interesting, right, of, you know, who's going to, who's potentially going to be there. And, you know, I, I even forgot about him as well, but, you know, you know that he has, he has some explosion, and, you know, even like you said, he scored in CONCACAF and you can also see, you know, what potentially, you know, his future may look like with LAFC and what the type of talent that he may be able to develop there, right? And, you know, to, to report Kim Moon-Wan, I'm very interested to see how Kim Moon-Wan plays as a right back um, because, you know, of all the, you know, of all the attention and of all the marketing, everything that's gone into it, right? I'm very interested to see how he plays when when they do open up for new against New England Revolution, right? And they have those games when we, <clears throat> we can go see. You know, I'm just I'm definitely going to keep my eye on and how he does on the offensive side, because I think one thing that's been been, you know, sort of, you know, lacking for LFC on that right back side is, you know, getting those those crosses, you know, getting those crosses from the right back into, you know, inside the box. And, and I want to see <clears throat> how offensive minded he is, how, you know, versatile he is with his foot, you know, how he can assist people, how he can, you know, how we be paired up if it's, you know, Latigue blessing on that right hand side or whoever it is next to him, you know. How how they are they going to make the runs and everything? I think that's the most interesting thing about Kim Moon, the unknown, right? And uh, obviously, mm. you know, like so much intention that he's getting. Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of player he is. If he's going to be really good going forward, but then at the same time, is he going to be a liability in defense, or will it be the opposite where he's really good at defense or he can't really go forward at all, and that will be Diego Palacios's job. Um, so I'm excited to see how he's going to operate. And if he's even going to start the first couple of games, maybe he won't start, you know, maybe it'll be Tristan Blackman, but it looks like, you know, you're hyping this guy up so much that it, he's going to be a starter on this team and you don't pay the money to not, you know, I mean, you drafted Tristan Blackman, you went out and signed this guy. So there's a difference. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And, and, and it's Tam money too. And, it, and it's, and it's Tam money too. <clears throat> So we'll have to see, you know. Um, but another, another, another addition we talked about uh, international call-ups. Mark Anthony Gay got the call-up uh, for the Canadian national team. He made mm-hmm. the World uh, the World Cup qualifying roster, which is good. And I think, you know, when you talk about Mark Anthony Gay, obviously we know that he plays for obviously for LAFC in the midfield. But from the Canadian side, he, he I think they've had him play defense, which is very interesting. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's been playing the wrong position the whole time for all we know. Um, no, I'm just kidding. He, he definitely is a midfielder, but, uh, it's cool to see, you know, Mark Anthony K as much as I don't think he should be starting in our midfield to see him getting called up for the Canadian national team. Maybe that will boost his confidence. It's a good confidence booster. Get some game time for them. Uh, I think any player that gets called up for their national team is a good confidence booster, uh, to see him playing with the likes of Alfonso Davis, you know, you're playing with another great player. So, you know, can help boost it. Yeah, so they played today. Uh, they ended up. Uh, I didn't watch the game. They they beat Bermuda five one, and I'm looking here because I, I didn't watch the game, and I'm looking to see if Mark Anthony got some playing time. Uh, go ahead and check that for you. It looks like he okay, did. He was on the bench. Uh, well, he was on the bench, and he did not play at all. There you go. Yep. He was on the bench, and yep, you're right. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't get to play. So I, I know they've had him play left left back. So it's um 
I think also got to think, you know, that they're very strong in the midfield and that's, you know, the international game is a whole nother level. You know, the international game is, is a different story. It's a different beast, you know, but another thing also Alfonso Davies didn't play. So I don't, you know, obviously, and they also won five to one. They, they beat. Right. So I don't know if this is a game that, you know, that had their head coach wanted to see other players. Obviously he knows what he has with Alfonso Davies. You don't, you really don't know. You really don't need to play Alfonso Davies if you're playing against a team like Bermuda, like five, when you beat them five, one, right. Right. And I'm looking, I'm looking at uh, their starting 11. I didn't really realize this, that most of their 11 actually plays in Europe. Wow, I did not know that. With the exception of like two or three players that play in MLS, a lot of them play in Europe. I mean, not big. I mean, a lot of them play for Pestekas in the Portuguese league and the Turkish league. And Alfonso Davis obviously plays for Bayern Munich. And then you have Mark Anthony Kay who plays for LAFC. I remember when I think LAFC, no, LAFC, I'm sorry, USA lost to Canada the first time. Mark Anthony Kay was part of that team starting that beat USA. And um, ever since then, that's when we started to see the decline of Mark Anthony Kay. Now he's riding the bench for Canada, and obviously he's been replaced. But I'm not saying that Mark Anthony Kay is, you know, done on Canada. I'm just saying that, you know, it's kind of telling that now he's on the bench. Yeah, it's an exhibition game. I don't know. I'm not going to make too much of it. But I think if he doesn't play for them, I think anytime, right, um, you want to see them get some playing time. Is is there – any other, I think, well, Tomas Romero, the goalkeeper uh, for El Salvador, for El Salvador, mm-hmm. I think he ended up playing, he, he got the start, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, that's good, but like, we really, re- realistically, we, we don't see Tomas Romero starting for LAFC, you know, uh, this, this, this season, um, you know, is, is this too much, it's, it's between Pablo Cisnegas and, you know, and Kenneth Vermeer. So it's good for him. It's good that he's getting those, those that playing time. And for all we know, man, later down the year or down the road, Tomas Romero could be the guy. You know, yeah, we're not. Be. We may not be giving this guy his credit, and he maybe <laughs> down the road he is the guy. And we're just like, oh yeah, he got the start. Oh yeah, he's playing for El Salvador. And lo and behold, he may be the he's guy. He's a savior. He's he a may savior. be the guy. <laughs> think about that. Just think about that. I hope so. No, I hope so, because the two in front of them are no, I mean, they're probably just as good or maybe just a little bit better for all we know. You know, we still don't know who the goalie is, so. We don't, but I think if you flip a coin. <laughs> flip a coin. Yeah, yeah, flip a coin. I think oh, the odds God. right now, if you flip a coin between, I mean, it's, it's, it's heads it's or tails. Vermeer. It's heads it's, or tails. It's, no, it's, it's not clear. It's still not clear to me. It's just not clear. And well, you're gonna have you're gonna have access, right, to some of the scrimmages. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. Uh, I think when New England play, when they play New New England, I'm gonna go see. You, I'm gonna go see Galaxy this Saturday, so I gotta go see them this Saturday. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about them. I know you don't care. But I just, I just, <laughs> I just, just, I just wanted kidding. to throw it out there. I'm, I'm, yeah, look, I'm excited. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go see some soccer. You know, so um, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, LAFC, they're gonna play. You know. They got their they got theirs on you know April April third you know they don't play till April third so that's a, such a long time you know they could have a scrimmage in the meantime another one maybe like a like a but secret I don't, one they're not gonna let us go I don't oh yeah they're not gonna, the secret one no they're not gonna to their secret ones I'm pretty sure they're gonna have a couple more you know like one more like from yeah. now to April third that's still like a whole nother week you know maybe against Las Vegas we don't know about that yeah. would be interesting yeah. yeah so I think I think I mean if you see 
April 3rd, I, I think I should be there. I should, they haven't, you know, they haven't said uh, anything about media being there, but I'm assuming we're going to be there. It's, it's a bank, it's about, that game's going to be a Bank of California stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, New England, New England is facing, they're playing, actually, I think New England is doing their preseason out here because they're playing the Galaxy twice and then they're playing LAFC mm-hmm. twice. So I think they're doing their preseason out in Southern California. If you're able to tweet the starting 11, please, uh, please do that. That'd yeah, be great. I'll I'll be sure I'll be sure to try to get that information. Usually, usually they're pretty good and they'll they'll tell us who who's starting and stuff. But like sometimes the subs yeah. and trying to figure out who's subbing who. Oh yeah, yeah. What numbers who? You know that I think that's that's always interesting. But I think even yeah. LFC will will do that. Like if media is there, they use they tend to do. I, I remember one time, was it their second year? I think it was the second year. I went to a couple of preseason games. Obviously there there was no obviously no national uh, TV rights or anything like that. And it was really cool because obviously there was no fans. Um, that was the first my first time experience like with no fans. Obviously prior to COVID, mm. and then you know getting right. to see getting to see like the players. Obviously getting to see them talk and everything, getting to see how they move and stuff. And it was it's more of an intimate setting because at the same time, like back then, that not that many media members would go to see you know to see preseason games. Now because of COVID, I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna want to go to the first preseason preseason first right. LFC preseason game, and it's, and it's on a Saturday too. So you know, yeah. So we got we got dogs barking over here. I don't know if you heard dog bark. No, you're good, man. They're excited for LFC too. I don't blame them. <laughs> they can't <laughs> wait. The suspense, the suspense is killing them. But yeah, man, I I think I mean there, there's a there's a lot that you know from now to the to the start of the season for LAFC, right? But I think uh, when they have all these games, when they have you know what, with the schedule that they have that they're gonna have right off the bat, playing against you know Matthew McConaughey's team, you know I don't know anybody else's on, on besides on Matthew after, McConaughey besides <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, and I'm sorry if I'm disrespecting anybody in Austin FC, but I you guys didn't make any signings that I. That I, either. I, I don't you know, know, that I feel are, are very significant. You know, I, I don't know, you know, and I think, lo and behold, you know, they could be the toughest test for LAFC. You know, that 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 first game is gonna be is gonna be tough, and I and I have a feeling they're gonna come with their fans. I don't know how many fans are gonna be allowed there, but that, that's one another thing though. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to get information on is how many fans mm-hmm. will be allowed for LAFC. I think if you're, I'm not a season ticket holder or anything like that, but I think anybody listen to us if they're a season ticket holder you're, you're, you probably may have that information before i will um because you know if you're a season ticket holder um assuming i don't know how many people let get let in 25 30 yeah. percent i don't know what the charts and everything you know by the time we get to april 17th or 18th you know what what they're going to be like right so it, it may change we may be at 60 percent. we may be at 50 percent. i don't know i think the tiers are i forget the tiers you know but we may we may go on to that, you know, since you said everybody is going to get vaccinated or has the opportunity to get vaccinated by April 16th, maybe that opens, you know, the, the doors for more, you know, more people. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. people are going to have to wear masks and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the norm. And I, I, I wonder what point this, if it's even this year, when people won't have to wear masks at stadiums and stuff. Because I think, you know, come summertime, you know, if everybody's feeling good, you know, depending where you live. Yeah, um, I'm hoping. Well, my my guess, dude, uh, the mask wearing is probably gonna stop. Oh, fuck, ah, man, if I had to make a guess, really educated, think about it. I would say March, 
2022, bro. That's just my guess. That's just I, my guess. I, I think so, but not if you're in Texas or Florida because masks are... Oh, that stops. That already <laughs> stopped already. <laughs> that, that stopped. But, um, but, but yeah. But, uh, you know, another thing that's going to be very interesting, too, is when, mm. when LAFC goes and plays against Houston away or goes plays against Dallas, those stadiums oh, are going to be packed. You know what I'm I, saying? I'm re- I, I tweeted and, that if you go travel, please be careful. Yeah, if you go to Miami... Right, whether Orlando, I think those are the only two teams in Florida. Uh, I don't think we're playing against uh, my well, are, are you talking in general? Are you talking, yeah, in just general? in general? I'm just talking in general. Oh, okay, okay, oh, yeah, 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 but yeah, Miami. I'm assuming, is there, is there, are you guys? No, there's no one, no, they're not going to Miami, but just in general, right? If you go to a, yeah, a, yeah. A Texas or Florida team, those teams have an advantage if they can fill out their stadiums. Like I'm saying, more an advantage than you will have. Uh, you know, to start the to start the season. So, I'm very interested to see how the stadium will look with partial fans. You know, I know, I know the 3252. If they're spread out, still going to be rocking. You know, um, just because yeah, no matter what, we're going to be we're going to be loud no matter what. You can't stop it. It's going to happen eventually. But like you said, there is an advantage. You know, just like in football, Dallas Cowboys. Well, they don't really work because they suck, but. Um, Dallas Cowboys had fans really packed in there and they had advantage, I guess you could say. So same thing with the Texas teams, the Florida teams, maybe even the Midwest teams, they might have an advantage. New York teams, I think uh, right now, the Knicks have um, fans in there. Miami, I was watching earlier, uh, Miami Heat, they had fans. So sooner rather than later, you know, everyone will kind of be equal maybe, but not so much, you know, if that makes kind of sense. Yeah. Another thing to talk about, like, you know, 16 uh, of LAFC games will be nationally televised. I mean, so that's big, Mm -hmm. right? And I think you would expect that, right? Something for LAFC, right? To get to be, to get national, national recognition and get, you know, get to be put up there and get, you know, get that, get those mini games out there, um, you know, just to keep growing the brand. Um, But I think, I think the realistic expectations for LAFC um, you know, you want to see how they do because it's going to be such a tricky schedule, you know, with World Cup qualifiers, such a trick mm-hmm. with Gold Cup, Nations League, and all the things happening this year. And then also, you know, transfer news, uh, uh, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the summertime. But one thing we didn't talk about, Brian Rodriguez. Give us your Brian Rodriguez update. Uh, well, he came off the bench. I don't I believe the other day on a game. I just had it up earlier. He played 14 minutes off the bench. Uh, I don't think we discussed that in the last uh, episode, correct? Because the last game they played was Sunday, March 21st, uh, which was, what, four days ago. He didn't start this game, came off the bench in the 76th minute, uh, 14 minutes played, and they lost actually 2-1. And now Al Maria sit third place behind second place Espanol uh, by two points. Uh, so since they're in third place at the season ended today, they would be in that, like I talked about before, uh, playoff uh, promotion. So 3v6, 4v5, and then the final, you know, winner take all. So, yeah, not, not starting that game. They lost. I'm not saying, oh, well, he, he didn't start, so they lost. But kind of weird. I don't know how good this coach is, but if he's going to flip-flop and stuff like that, it's kind of not healthy either. Yeah, that's I, I, interesting that he goes, obviously, we're not watching these games and we're not obviously mm-hmm. there. Like, I'm not tuning into these games at all. I'm, but it's like he goes from mm-hmm. starting playing 61 minutes. Was it a weaker team? Was it someone that was injured? Someone needed a day uh, off. And the then team they played is 
was in seventh place uh, that they just lost to, um, that he got 14 minutes off of. And the team they play on Saturday, Leganes, is right behind them by three points. So that's a big game. Big yeah. game. Well, the Brian Rodriguez is the watch will always be on it, and I know you'll you'll be you'll be on top of that because I mean yes, you know it's still it's still very important, right? If you're if you're LAFC, yes. Unfortunate, we we have to talk about it, and whether we do or don't, it, it is what it is, and it's part of you know LAFC. And so they they cut ties with them, and they're able to sell them on and move on, or whatever he, he ends right. up coming back. And I don't I don't know if that if that's what people want to happen, but. You know those those are those are the situations, and that's that's what's going on with the LAFC. But right. I, I just I just think you know, the good news is you know we, we we he's out there, he's doing what he wants to do. You know he ended up being out there. Um, you know the other good news, you know we actually know the schedule, we we know what's going on. Yeah, we know the unknowns. Schedule. You know, you know yeah, we know, just uh, starting starting eleven is the only unknown left. Start yeah, starting eleven and and mm-hmm. who. Who is the guy? You know, who is the guy? And yeah. you know, and I think also like how, and I'm very interested in how how things go for LAC with you know Steve Sharon and Las Vegas Knights. You know, how that's gonna work. You know, back and forth. How many players are gonna gonna send down there? You know, who's who's gonna get a shot? You know, obviously we saw Dan, Danny mm-hmm. Trejo. I, I think he's still a long ways away of getting an actual shot now because mm-hmm. you know obviously I think there's too much competition in the spot where he plays. But uh, you know, Las wow. Vegas Knights. It, 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 I mean, Knights. I'm talking about the hockey. Las Vegas Lights <laughs> is, is their team, you know, and I, and I think that's that's where he's going to get an opportunity. And who else? Right? Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't. I don't got really too much, man. I know. I know we're doing a later podcast than 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 usual, but I mean, oh, I good, that, that, that's good. that's I had things I had to do. Here we go. Black Black Ops. Black J Ops here on the chat says, is Almeria obligated to buy Rodriguez if they if they get promoted? What was the what was the deal? So LAFC is very cryptic was very cryptic about this deal. They didn't they didn't give out the specifications. They didn't want to talk. I asked about it. So I think part of it, part of the deal is if Almeria gets, you know, they get to I don't think they're obligated to buy Rodriguez, but I think part of the deal is if Almeria moves up to the, the first division. I think that's part of it. Another part of it is if um, I think Brian Rodriguez does well. I don't know if he plays games, he's scoring goals that ties to the money. And, you know, and, and, it was, and it's been reported that, you know, the buyout clause is between 11 million and 19 million. So that, that's a buyout. That's, that's where the numbers range. But like they didn't want to share any of that information with me or with any reporters. They all they all they shared is that the buyout cost is from eleven to nineteen million dollars. I think it's more closer to eleven million dollars than that. But <laughs> if Almeria if if Almeria gets promoted, there's a high, high, higher more than likely. Let's put it this way: that Almeria will buy Brian Rodriguez, unless they just unless they just don't need him and they're like, you know what, it was cool. We saw what you had, but we don't want you. You know, that's the only way. But I think if they get promoted and Brian Rodriguez does good, I think they will buy him. They don't, they're not obligated, but it's at what price, though? Because I don't know if Almeria is going to want to pay more, more than 11.5, to be honest with you. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, uh, I think the max they would pay would be eight max. Eight mil. 
That's yeah, that's low. I don't I don't know. I don't think LAFC <laughs> would lose them. I don't, that's what that's the thing like we've always talked about. If LAFC if LAFC doesn't pay, I mean if LAFC doesn't sell him for at least what they paid for, I think he's yeah. coming back. I think he's coming back. <laughs> and I know I know some oh, people don't want to hear that, but you're talking about millions of dollars here, you know. And he's gonna ride the bench probably. And I know Brian probably wouldn't want that, but I, I mean, eleven million dollars yeah, I think is his price point. I think it's LA, Excuse me, I think it's LAFC's price point. I think that's the one, the, the lowest they're willing to go. But I say if Almeida comes, like, yo, we'll buy him for ten. We'll buy him for nine. Take it, take it, take it, take then, it, take it. Then I then I can see that, you know. And then I'm like, oh, because okay. his value is dead now. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're not obligated. You know, just to answer your question, they're not obligated if they get promoted because I don't, because, you know, they didn't share the details. So I think there's more to that deal than that. But man, yeah, that's going to wrap it up, man. We, we, we've been, we've been rambling on last hour, but everybody thank thank you guys for being on, uh, on the chat and chatting with us. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, <laughs> even the guy that, even the guy that got me, I'm going to be watching <laughs> for you, man. That, that was a good one. Um, oh, man. You know, it's a later episode, so I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not all here. Just, you know, not as alert, not as alert, <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Obviously, you know, we do this every Thursday night, typically at 7 p.m., but, you know, 9 p.m. today because I had to adjust some things. You know, obviously, thank you, Garrett, for, uh, you know, being flexible and doing that with me. So, yeah, guys, yes. and you, you guys in the chat, you know, make sure to like and, you know, subscribe to the podcast as well, you know, help grow the channel. And if you guys are listening, you know, uh, you know, join us on YouTube on typically Thursday nights at 7 p.m. So that's going to wrap things up, guys. Garrett, let the people know where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me on my Twitter. We are LAFC Live, running polls, interacting. You like me, you hate me, and it doesn't really bother me. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, always just giving my opinion on things. So, yeah, we are LAFC Live as a Twitter account. Yeah, if you, if you want to talk to uh, Garrett about kits, definitely follow him. He is the go-to guy when it comes to kits. He knows everything about it. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> guys, you, if you guys want to follow me, obviously you guys can follow me on Twitter at Gio Garcia LA. Make sure to follow us on all things LA Soccer Hub, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, you know, whatever social media account you use, we're on there. And also make sure to give us a five-star rating on this episode if you just, if you enjoy this podcast. I hope you go to the channel. So for Garrett, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.